Hello, hello. Welcome into Anime Plus, episode 87. I'm Alex Live with Sparky3. Hopefully you're having an incredible day today, whatever day you're watching or listening to this podcast. Uh, got Zach in here with me. I got the boy, Zach. How you doing? How you feeling? I'm doing good. Feeling great. Feel special. Ready to jump into some great talks today. Yes. Yes. You, you, got, some, you got some stuff lined up for us, I think, with Dragon Quest. Thank Christ we are almost done with this fucking show. I want you to know there's a surpri- I got something work in the works now myself. You'll find out. When? In six weeks. Okay. I don't know what he, <laughs> uh, that's, Oh, no. Are you going to get like another figure like you did the fucking spider one? No. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. That's right. I need to get the mascot back out. No, you don't. You, you can leave it. No, I'm, I'm not getting something like that, but it is something that we're going to be able to put up somewhere. In the new... Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for that. It's going to be pretty dope. Uh, yeah, gonna have some good talks today. We are we are pretty much at the end of this uh, summer anime uh, bat lineup here. Got one finale to talk about today with Rent a Girlfriend. Uh, and then Overlord's about to be at its end. It should be mm-hmm. 13 episodes. Yep. Uh, like Course Recall, uh, one episode left. Classroom Elite, one episode left. Summertime Rendering, two episodes left. And then Mean Quest, five episodes left. We get to end all of them right before we go on a two-week break. Yep, yep, uh, yeah, great, good, great point, great point. Yeah, we are going to go on a, on a little bit of a break here. And then we come back with Dragon Quest again. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> no, yeah. So, okay, we will have our episode out uh, next week. That will still go as planned. Uh, and then it'll be the week after that first week of October. No episode. And then we should come back with an episode, I think. I think it should only be one week break, actually. Let okay. Look. Let me look. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, yeah. It should be a one week break because when we come back, uh, we should be good to record on the thirteenth, which is also the day the Dragon Ball Breakers launches. Shout out to Dragon Ball the Breakers, which is currently an open beta. Shout I got Spirit the, Ball. Got Spirit Ball. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Josh Pillow as well. I hit the wrong button. There we go. Shout out to Josh Pillow, looking as handsome as ever. One day. Yeah. Maybe one day soon. Not to this show. Not to this show. No. No. But yes, maybe one day soon. I I, I I recently obtained some new information. We're getting a bigger pillow? Okay, we do need to get a bigger <laughs> pillow. We do need to get an actual body pillow. <laughs> but no, not a bigger pillow. Not a bigger pillow. Maybe Josh will come back sometime in the All near right. future. I, I, I got some new information on him recently about that. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but if you could drop a like on this video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend. Of course, check us out on our website, 43.com. You can sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month. We appreciate that. As well, check out all of our sponsors down in the description below. Especially, you know, just keep an eye out for the stuff coming for Agent Inc. Super pumped for that. Uh, working on the design stuff. Shit, working on the design stuff. I got to send them some files. I forgot. I'll, I'll pull that up in a little bit while one of us is talking. I got to send them some stuff. I just remembered. <laughs> I got to send them some vector images. Either way, though, going to have some dope stuff coming out of Agent Inc. in the near future. As well as you got like Rogue Energy, Weird Beard Company, and of course, Red Dragon with promo code GameStatic. Can we get like a RIP hippo with Josh's face on a hippo? That would be, fun. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. I feel like that'd be more in line with our merch store. I mean, it was. Yeah, that'd be more in line with Sparky3Shop.com. Shout out to that. Show some support. Join the Discord as well. Uh, yeah, that'd be more in line with our, with I think our merch store over what Agent Inc has. But, yes, most definitely. Yeah, Agent Inc is like that's like the, that's the fancy stuff. You know, that's the stuff as you put it, not designed by us. That's the main thing. So excited for that well, partnership. It's all slightly designed by yeah, us or you, and they just take and go. Okay, but let's do this. <laughs> 
accurate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now looking forward to that that uh, partnership quite a bit. Um, anything we want to chat about before we jump into some anime? You know, shout out to the new Chainsaw Man trailer as mm-hmm. well as like the release date, as well as confirmed twelve episodes. So I guess it will be divided in multiple parts, which makes sense. They're going to milk this bad boy, get yep. some extra money out of it. Would. You know, we're at a point now where it's like minus a few exceptions like Shaman King. It just doesn't make sense to run a show continuously or Dragon Quest. You know, besides those exceptions of series that aren't necessarily like pop and pop and pop in popularity, you know, it doesn't necessarily make sense to run them in a continuous ghost. Like Bleach, we weren't sure what was going to happen with Bleach. We weren't sure if it was going to just run in a continuous thing like a One Piece or a Shaman King or whatever. And of course, we got the the news where it's going to be broken into four parts. Just rip yeah so that'll probably go on for a couple years um and then chainsaw man you know 12 episodes for this upcoming fall so probably sometime like next fall get the next 12 so that'd be kind of my guess also shout out to the fact that every episode is gonna have a different ending did you see that no yeah every episode will have a different ending song wow yeah 12 different artists 12 different songs damn i know isn't that insane speaking of difference me and robico volume 10 oh my god i know (laughs) Dude, those <laughs> volumes don't miss, man. I that was the first thing I saw that morning on Twitter. I went, "Well, time to send this to Alex." Bro. So, volume ten of me and Robico is the volume one of Chainsaw Man with Robico holding up, having two pistols for some reason, stepping on people's faces. Bro, it was. I have no context for me and Robico, but just the fact that they redo other series uh, covers and get away with it, out of context. Bro, it's amazing. Bro, those those covers absolutely, absolutely never miss. If Chainsaw Man doesn't have a me and Robico reference, one of those endings, I'll be sad. I know, man. I hope it does. The anime needs to utilize those volume covers. You know, we always mention the me and Robico, but when was the last time you saw one of the Dragon Ball covers? That Bro, that's a good point. Yeah, they were supposed to be released like every month, weren't they? Yeah. I have not seen one. Those, those haven't been in my timeline in a fucking minute. It's like, have, would they have had enough time to do all of them at this point? No, it's supposed to be ending sometime like early 2023. That's what I thought. Yeah, like quarter two of 2023, I think. So, I mean, we're still, like, yeah, we're still a little ways away. I should be seeing more, but I guess they're just not in my timeline, you mm. know? They're not in my algorithm right now, which is unfortunate because those were always really cool to see. But either way. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, to kind of chat about before we jump into some stuff. Oh, look at all my entries here in Discord anyway. Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Just really excited for all this upcoming anime. Um, that first episode we come back after the break, that will be an interesting episode. We might have to take two weeks off, actually. We'll see. We'll, we'll try to get another episode out after that week, the first week of uh, October or whatever. But here's what it's going to come down to, Zach. Okay. It's going to come down to how much time I have to actually watch some of these shows. Fair enough. Like when I come back, you know what I mean? Because I'll, I'll be gone for like 10 days while we're taking a break. Uh, I'm going on vacation. So pumped. Uh, so and with how much we have lined up for fall, it depends on how much I'm able to watch. So we may have to take two weeks off so I can, uh, you know, just kind of catch up, binge some stuff, have a great time. Either way, super pumped though. You know, Spy Family, of course. Uh, you know, my hero Bleach. Still no confirmation on when, where the hell Bleach is gonna be though, and that's just unfortunate. We don't know if it's gonna be on Disney Plus or not. We don't know if it's gonna be on Crunchyroll. None of that's confirmed. So we j- we just simply don't know. Um, 
Hopefully we can get an answer soon. Chainsaw Man, that will be on Crunchyroll, so that's cool. It's cool that it didn't get uh, Netflix jailed. But Did you see the Chainsaw Man keyboards? I did, yeah. Power and Dingy. Yeah, I did see that. I also saw a Chainsaw Man Super Smash Bros. Melee mod where someone modded him over as Captain Falcon. thought that was funny. Uh, oh, I did start watching Edge Runners, by the way. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I've heard it's good. I've watched the first three episodes, and it's very good. I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. And I re- the, what I what I enjoy the most right now though is I enjoy the fact that this anime has now brought people back to Cyberpunk 2077. That's the biggest. Yeah, that's thing. the big thing. I like heard. Like over a million players now have come back to the game. Like you know, it hit like over like what 600k concurrent players on Steam and stuff. Like bro, this is a big dub. This is a big dub. Cyberpunk's a good game. It was just broken. Where are you laughing at over there? So I don't know the character, but someone edited a video. Of Gojo being the shit out of... I saw that. I think it's just from Volume Zero movie. That might be, because Volume yeah. Zero is out yeah, on Crunchyroll yeah, now. Yeah, it's on Crunchyroll. I was planning... I was going to try to watch that before this episode. Didn't get around to it. Uh, I thought you maybe, might, so I didn't maybe bother. Next, maybe next week. I'll try. I'll try to watch it this weekend. I'll try to watch it this weekend. Maybe we can chat about it briefly next week. Uh, but yeah, that is that is from... Uh, that video is uh, video. I think the only thing different about that video, maybe, is that maybe it's sped up a bit. But at the same time, it's Gojo and JJK, so it might not be sped up a bit at all. It might be actually real. <laughs> for anyone who missed it, me and Rob go. No oh, man. So hey, let me go full screen for you. Look at that beauty. That thing is gorgeous. Fucking what the hell? It's kind of blurry. You can't truly see it, but there you go. A little bit better. A little bit better. Yeah, there you go. It's just peak, dude. These covers are. Peak fiction. Love them. Love them. Never read me and Robocop outside of two chapters, but Jesus Christ, do I love the series just because of their volumes. Uh, anyway, you got anything else? If not, we'll jump into some anime chats. I don't think I got anything else for anime-wise. I, I, um, so I'll start since I got a finale. We'll start with the finale, and we'll work our way from there. Uh, Run a Girlfriend, season two, episode 12, or episode 24 overall, uh, was the season finale. Season three is, of course, confirmed, and season three is going to be a very big season. As someone who has read the manga, season three is going to be a big season. It's going to be the big movie arc, essentially, which also tells me that the end of season three is going to be a pretty big event for our one of our main characters. It's going to be quite tragic to watch, and that's what this episode was, was quite tragic to watch. Uh, this episode was pretty much just a big backstory episode. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was, it was a big heavy focus on um, you know uh, Mizuhara and like her backstory with her grandparents when her grandfather was still alive. Her grandmother was a little bit younger, obviously, and uh, just the whole events that led up to when her grandfather, you know, unfortunately died in a car accident. You know, which we've already known just from pa- in passing, whatever. Uh, because like leading up to this event, uh, you know, she's still in a position of like she knows her grandmother's not doing well. She really wants to get into the to a movie to get on screen to show her grandmother one time before she passes. You know, she's just really stressed out because she just got the news that her grandmother is continuing to horribly decline. And as that's happening, she also got a message um, from one of her latest auditions where she did not get the part, which then brought her to looking at her grandfather's picture and just being very emotional where it's just like, um, basically kind of like talking to him, even though obviously he's gone, where it's just like, you know, why are you still telling me that my dreams can come true when they can't? You know, just a very much a, a self-doubt sort of situation. And then you got the full backstory of like, you know, where she kind of determined that she wanted to become an actress because her grandmother was an actress, et cetera. 
you know, and you know her her grandfather was very like high energy. You can do it. You yeah, know, that was her grandfather. Uh, you know, made up. You know, they made a promise to each other. It was just like, oh, I'm gonna stay alive until you make it on the big screen, whatever. You know, they made a promise, and then obviously the event happened where he got in a car accident because uh, a driver in a big truck wasn't paying attention, ran through a red light, and just completely obliterated him. Fucking truckers are dangerous in Japan. <sighs> I know, man. Truckers are dangerous in Japan. You know, which. You know, speaking of that, you know, uh, Japan's now open as of October 11th for you know people to go over and visit. You know, oh, you know, for finally? no for no problem. So if you're gonna go, watch out for truckers, man. They are dangerous over there. <laughs> they, if there's one thing we've learned in anime, truckers are dangerous. They're not they're not uh, the kind of polite on the road like otaku truckers that are gonna watch out for you and have your back and recommend shows to you. They're gonna they're gonna straight up murder you. So just be careful if you go over there, everyone. Godspeed. Uh, but overall, pretty solid episode, though. I mean, it was just it was just an emotional heart, you know, heart pull. You know, that's what it was. Um, you know, good way to end the season because uh, it also kind of capped off with um, Kazuya, you know, petitioning to her like, "Hey, here, look at this idea. It's crowdfunding. You know, we can get people to back your movie. We can get a movie going for like two million yen and do this and do everything for it. And we can even get it in select screenings and stuff like that." He's like, "I, you know, I, I will do it. I will." You know, and she's like, ah, give me a few minutes to think whatever. Thought about it, and she's like, can you actually do it? He's like, yes, I can absolutely do it. I can fucking do this. And, you know, they you know, kind of come together. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah, we'll do it. You know, she's very clearly emotional in this. And then as the episode ends, we get a tease for the next girl uh, in the lineup that we will get introduced to uh, next season. It's, uh, uh, you know, she happens to move into the same apartment as uh, as the two of them, ah, yeah, she's a very she's a very funny character, very funny character, right? Where right when she's introduced, like it 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 squashes it so quickly that mm-hmm. she is not interested in Kazuya at all, like in the slightest, because like <laughs> right when she's introduced, Kazuya, you know, being Kazuya, uh, immediately thinks that she like wants him or something because she like pulls him into her apartment, like as like one of their first introductions. But not interested at all, like in the slightest. But she's like, uh, like I think if I remember correctly, she's like an online cosplayer or something. Like basically, I think she has like an OnlyFans. If we're being, be very real, but they don't actually openly say that. But I okay. think that's basically what she does. But no, like she looks up to Kazuya like a senpai. You know, she's like, you know, I like your free your free roaming lifestyle. You know, I'm gonna support you. You're gonna get Mizuhara. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna be your wingman. That's basically this character's role <laughs> in the next season is being Kazuya's wingman at every stop. Like even where we are in the manga right now they met up just to go have some drinks whatever and chill and she's like i think you should move in with mizuhara and he's like excuse me like she is his wingman from this point forward she's a great character there you go i love her she's so funny can't wait to actually get introduced to her this next season it's gonna be good next season's gonna be very very good but it's gonna be very emotional it's gonna be very emotional if it ends where it should end it's gonna be very emotional and then season four should be a pretty big season for the series as well because it should take you to um, pretty much one of the the big one of the, one of the big moments that pretty much everyone's been waiting for since chapter one. Fair enough. So looking forward to it. Overall, season two, not bad. It's rent a girlfriend. You go in, you get a couple of laughs, turn your brain off. Don't expect a lot. It's a slice of life, basically. Slice of life, starring you know uh, Asta's voice actor. So every time he does like extreme screams, all I hear is Asta the entire time. Which, you know, I always, like, when I turn on Rent a Girlfriend, I always forget that. And in the moment, Kazuya, like, freaks out. I'm like, oh, hey, Asta, how are you, man? <laughs> it's, it's been a while since I've heard you. I just picture, as Kazuya now, anytime he freaks out, he just suddenly, 
rips and does a Hulk and turns into buff Asta. Basically, basically, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Also shout out to the fact that Black Clover is coming back with some special episodes. Not special episodes, but they're picking out episodes of the anime and re-screening them here next month. Yeah, I guess it's to help build up some okay. hype for the movie next year. That's, oh, that's my guess. Okay. I don't know. It's not new episodes. Again, they're just going to rerun some... You know, they're not going to rerun the series, my understanding, but they're just going to rerun certain hand-picked episodes. So I'm like, that's kind of weird, but okay. I feel like you might get a lot of stuff out of context, but you know, especially if you... Is it ha- just going to be a fight compilation? See, that's what I'm wondering, too, because like, that's really out of context. Like, like what's gonna do, what, what are you going to do when you pick out one single episode where like the fight continues the next episode and you don't pick the next episode? You know what I mean? Like, just, I don't know. That's weird. That's weird to me, but anyway. I, um, that's Yeah, that is weird. Uh, so why don't you talk a little about Overlord season four, episode 12, and I'm going to send these agent ink people, these vectors that I forgot to send. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. I got to send them this. So episode 12 is, it's sort of a lighter episode. It starts off with, uh, them in the throne room after fighting, uh, a mecha and suit of armor. I'm more or less going through what they found out and discovered from their little interaction and Ayn's more or less going, well, it looks like I at least have to lose one more time to discover more about this person. And all his guardians going, lose? Why would you lose? I'm just, I don't like to lose either, but if it means we're going to succeed in defeating him fully, we can take another L. And then him just going in his own sort of mental state of going like, I can afford losses. What I can, and everything, and I've discovered that there's other awareness of NPCs, possibly other players, and him just going, I can afford a loss that doesn't result in my death. The worst outcome is if I die. Because he's even mentioned, like, I discovered I can revive NPCs and the natives of the world, but he does not know if he can revive. And he's on the pretense that if he dies, that's it. There is no resurrection for him. So does that, then it goes to the kingdom. And we have an interaction with the Blue Rose, which is one of the Antimantian venture groups and the princess who's throughout the entire series is super sus she has some weird fetish with her bodyguard climb and keeping him like a pet and earlier in this season there was a shot of her talking with albedo and sort of showing subservience more or less they have an interaction the rest of the blue rose blue rose's leaders and address and talking to the princess the rest of her companions are acting weird because they're just like well we can stay for a cup of tea and whatnot and the princess just being like, well, let them do it. They're just trying to let us have this moment. And it does all this stuff. One of them leaves to go make tea. And one of the other characters went out there all talking. And it leads into just a what is going on moment. Because the one who went to go make tea. Well, actually, two of them left. One comes back with tea. The other one's still looking for sweet sweets. She comes with tea, starts pouring it, and stabs her leader. Oh. Just straight up stabs her leader. Oh, okay, okay. With, with no context. Love it. Dragon Quest out of context. She stabs her leader. Her leader's confused. She starts grappling. The big muscle on their team, she smacks the shit out of her, starts pummeling her. They get her into a freaking lock. The mage is trying to go use spells on her weakness. It fails. She's like, she reflected. Stabs her again. <laughs> Until it finally works and comes charm and just like, what the f- what the f- and then it's hang on uh, uh never mind i was gonna say let me play the what the fuck's episode apparently i don't have it on this board i have the chapter okay well 
It does all that. Okay. With no context of what's happening, and just them stabbing the shit out of her, beating her to a pulp, to just suddenly going, and the prince, and climbs to like, what's going on? The prince is just like, eh, it's happening. And they even say, he's like, if y'all don't get involved, we're not going to involve you either. So they just, the princess and her bodyguard just watch this, and it, and it's like, cool, heal yourself. This is what we had to do. She's the only person who wanted to stay and fight for this, this kingdom. None of us else wanted to. So we're going to do this and peace out and she can yell at us later. The other one showed, they offered to take the rest for the people and like, no, we're going to stay here. And everything's like, all right, bye. They peace out for the rest of the episode. Uh, the other character that was there, Brian Ungloss, he's the one who inherited uh, another guy's sword from the previous season who got offed by irons. He hands his sword off to climb, hands off that sword to climb, and the princess saying, "Return to the, to the king and Charles heirloom. I gotta do what I gotta do." Right. He walks out. The princess and climb have sort of a moment where climb sort of fetchway. She's being cryptic in some weird way and okay. using a sword and whatnot. They have their little moment. They walk off. Goes back to Brian, and he's just walking down the town, and everything. We get a nice m- shot of Cocutus uh, leading the armies of Sorcerer King. Just breaks down the gates, walks through. Aura leads her animals. She just jumps over the gate, over the walls. She's like, she's like, oh, where's my target? Yada yada yada. She, all of them are looking like, you need to get off. She's like, should you really be distracted? Just kind of jumped up here. They turn. <laughs> all her pets climb up, murder the fuck out of everyone. Um, a T Rex shows up. Yeah, she has a pet T-Rex. Uh, she has all the other... She's going to attack the Mages Guild. She sends her T-Rex to go kill everyone on the wall. And then Kokutus is just walking towards the palace. He's just walking in a straight line with a bunch of Yukionas behind him. They're just freezing everything as they walk through. Brian confronts them. And more or less, they have a standoff duel. It's just a simple standoff duel. They draw... It's a nice setup moment of just warriors and everything. Brian tries and does his best. Kokutus just offs him. It's mm. just straight dead. So we haven't had any ever big fights in Overlord. It's never a big fight. Right, right. We've had a couple, but even then, they it was just because they weren't showing off their full power. He has his moment. Kokutus respects him as a warrior, takes his sword, purposely takes an alleyway to go around him and just leave him there with his body preserved and ice, but everything else is frozen. There's that one spot where Brian is and just a little area behind him that's left. Kokutus just keeps walking to the palace, and that's how it ends. <laughs> okay, okay. The biggest moment was just when the Blue Rose team started stabbing the shit out of their leader. Right, yeah. Because there was no context. No, It just happened. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it just happened out of nowhere. Because the entire time I'm watching, it's like, was she traded at some point? Like, do they know she's an enemy or something? Right, yeah, yeah. She's literally out of left field. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, Um, I'll, I can do, like, Chorus Recall next. But before I do, I do want to also, because I just remembered this very randomly, Um, I do want to add one last tidbit thought on Rent a Girlfriend, uh, you know, finale, whatever. Because I was apparently three episodes back. I don't know, I don't know how the fuck that happened. Okay. I, I only missed last week, I thought. But no, I was three episodes back. Uh, randomly, very, very randomly, these last three episodes, one thing I noticed that I thought was a nice touch and very random was the inclusion of a lot more music. Because Rent a Girlfriend is one of those series where it's like 
you you will hear the same music throughout the whole yeah. it holds, where it's like every episode you can expect this jingle and this jingle and this sound and this music you know every episode have, will have the same out of nowhere the last three episodes started including like completely new tracks which I thought that was cool you okay. know, especially for season finale you know yeah I thought that was nice just very random caught me off guard because I mean got to keep in mind. Like, this is even, like, through from season one as well. Yeah. Through the first, like, ten episodes of season two, like, all of that content, 22 episodes, same music all the time. And then randomly the last three, it's like, let's conclude some new stuff. But like, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, the chorus recoil, uh, pretty solid. You know, the re- you know the secret the, of the like, chorus has been revealed to the world, obviously. We left off with Takina and uh, Chiseto facing off with Green Hair Kirito. Uh, get that little showdown up there. It's pretty legit. Uh, as well, you know, it it gets wrapped up pretty quickly between those two because then it transitions you to basically the next big bulk of this episode. Like their fight with Green Hair Kirito, I'm not joking, wrapped up very very quickly. Oh wow! Uh, okay, it's not over, but it's over for this part of the episode because we're bringing us now to the next part, which is rescuing you know Mr. Yoshi, you know the guy y- Yoshi Yoshimitsu, the guy who saved Chisato. Oh okay, yeah, that, that's his name. I've never said it until now. Okay, I never remembered it until now. Uh, but yeah, she just calls him Mr. Yoshi, you know, Yoshimitsu, whatever. And uh, now it brings us to rescuing him, where that's the kind of like the rest of the bulk of the episode is basically their interaction. Because like when she rescues him, it's just like, did you kill him? Referring to green hair Kirito. So he's the one that did this to me. He's the one that tortured me. You care about me, right? Did you kill him for me? And obviously she didn't. She doesn't want to fucking kill people. So it goes, it's now that back and forth where it's just like, him basically showing his true colors and his true side where he's the one that, you know, wants her to kill. He yes. wants her to be a hitman, And she's just like, you saved my life. My life was saved. I can't take away someone else's life because my life was saved. That conflicting, in, you know, conflicting back and forth, you know, Takina is over, you know, listening to all this, you know, she's kind of sitting back, letting Sato and him kind of talk, you know, she's listening to the whole thing and she steps in, fires some shots you know, just around him, you know, basically as a threatening man or whatever, and then says the next one's going to go between your eyes, you know, you know, and then she basically calls him out that he's the one that basically set all this up, that him and Green Hair Kirito work together on this, that he let himself get captured for this whole purpose of trying to turn Chaseto into an actual hitman, which is all true. That's exactly what he did. Oh, here. okay. Yeah, yeah. This is always a, really it comes down to it where Mr. Yoshi's the, like in a way like one of the true antagonists here. He's the one that supplied Green Hair Kirito with all the guns that are now fucking laid out all over the city. Yeah, he's the one. He was at the deal. He was the dealer. You know. So now you're finding out all this extra information about stuff. Uh, meanwhile, you know, with the reveal to the world, the subplot of this episode of the Lycoris being a thing. I have never mentioned this in all my time to talk about Lycoris because it was only mentioned one time in very quick passing and I forgot about it because it was just like one time only, you know what I mean? But there is like a boy version of Lycoris because Lycoris is all, is all girls, right? There is a boy version. They're named Lily Bells. Okay, yeah, sure. That, I... is, that is the boy version of, of Lycoris is Lily Bells. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because like the world government is essentially sending the Lily Bells to now kill all the Lycoris since the re- secret's been revealed to the world. So you have that subplot happening at you know throughout this episode. So there's just a bunch of schoolboys and schoolgirls fighting each other in the streets. Yes. With assault rifles and pistols. All right. Yep, that's like horse recoil for you. Um, so 
you know, with this whole big reveal that, you know, Mr. Yoshi is the one that was behind all the strings, you know, and everything, you also see uh, that one uh, that one chick that, like, actually messed up with, uh, just, you know, just that was physical, that messed with her heart. You know, she's working with Mr. Yoshi, obviously. So you see her, you know, some fighting starts happening like in that room. Um, Takina is trying to kill Mr. Yoshi. Shisito stops her, etc. They start to escape. They have this briefcase that basically has everything they need to make sure Tosito doesn't die. You know, and Mr. Yoshi was even willing to die for Tosito mm-hmm. as well. Like there was a moment where it's just like he, uh, you know, opened up his shirt and there's like a scar right there on his chest. He's like the heart that you need to keep you alive is in here. And he takes, you know, he's, she's holding a real gun with actual bullets because he popped out the fake bullets. He's like fucking Mika and you know the you know the, the sensei or whatever and popped an actual bullets and he literally took her hand put the gun to his head he's like kill me right he wants her to just kill people even if it's him just kill people and i'm like dude this guy's a psycho jesus uh so anyway whenever takina tries to kill them stops over there so they start to escape uh i you you get to you miss a what i assume is probably a pretty sweet fight which is really unfortunate because like as they're escaping you know, uh, Takina tries going after him, Shisito as well, whatever. And uh, the sweet fight that we completely missed was between Takina and that chick, uh, which is so unfortunate because I feel like it would have been a dope fight to watch, when, especially when you see the aftermath of it, yeah. you know? But don't get to watch the fight at all. So, like, you know, they're like, they get like knocked because they're like up in this top, this tall tower and stuff. They get knocked out of the tower. So they're like, they're like on beams, whatever, hanging up in the air, you know, again. You know, Mr. Yoshi's trying to force Tosito to try to kill someone. So she's shooting, you know, so he's shooting at Takina, you know, which is causing her to like lose her balance, fall back. She's hanging on to, you know, the, the, the beam just barely. He's shooting at her. And, you know, Tosito's begging him to stop. She's holding a gun. And then she finally fires a shot of an actual bullet for the first time ever, just hits him in the side. So he, he he's not going to die. But she finally shot someone, which causes her to go into like a panic attack. And that's when Takina tells her to leave, go, you know, go check on him, and she's gonna fight this chick, right? And like I said, I, I assume it was probably a dope ass fight, but you don't get to see it because then it brings you back to, to Sito and Mr. Yoshi, and that's the focus there. Because like the next time you see both of them come in when they're like going to, you know, where she comes in to basically help Mr. Yoshi out, she's kind of fucked up. She's helped Mr. Yoshi out, and when Takina comes up, like, half her face is bloody. So I'm like, damn, man, we missed an awesome fight on that beam. <laughs> we missed an awesome fight, and I'm really upset that we did. So anyway, they leave. Now we're back to the subplot with the Lily Bells. Lily Bells are starting to initiate whatever. You know, uh, you see all the gang from the from the cafe all kind of re- regroup in a helicopter and everything because Mika kind of set everything up because, you know, all in secret – you know, that the head boss of the Lycor has called Mika in privately as a favor, you know, where it's like, you know, hey, have Seto and Takina save the Lycoris because the Lily Bells are on the way and they're about to murder all of them. They'll be there in like 50 minutes, you know, so please help me out. And meanwhile, while she's making this call, because like when you see Mika on the call, it's like, yeah, they just got there. She's just like, you know, I didn't tell them that you were the one that called the favor. You see her sitting on a toilet in a bathroom, you know, and uh, yummy. Yeah, and just like, you know, talking real quietly. And then you get the shot right outside the bathroom where like her assistant is yelling at a bunch of guys who need to use the bathroom. She's like, the boss takes her time on the toilet. Leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. Um, 
But anyway, so, you know, once Chateau and, um, you know, uh, Takina kind of get the vibe of what's happening, where they re- kind of regroup with that, of course, try to gather up all the injured, try to save them and stuff. Walnut's back in action, which is, obviously she's been alive the whole time. But yeah. she's now revealing to the world, hey, you know, to the other hacker that's been here the whole time. I was like, hey, you, I didn't actually die. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, so it is funny when you actually get to see the Lily Bells for the first time, like, confronting with like wars because like you see them and you see them basically getting a run around because like you know she has it like the hacker has it set up where it's almost like a pac-man game where she's like you see you know it's set down the little like chorus going this way you see all the lily bills come up here it's like oh let's put a door right here boop little door all right cool that door's shut keep going that way so it was it was kind of funny it was kind of cutesy whatever but then it's like when the lily bills are like pinning down the little chorus it was just one of those moments of where the show further delivered just how much of a badass Chisito is and is how much of like, you know, how, how much stronger she is from literally everyone else. Because like, literally like you have like a whole group of Lily Bells all with, you know, you know, assault rifles, all that course pretty much all have pistols, right? Very outnumbered. Let's be real. You know, they're all like hot mountain wall shooting down the course stuff. And all Chisito does is she just walks out. Dodges a couple shots, you know, as she does. Just looks down and just waves at him. And you see one of the Lily Bells just like, yo, Chisito's here. Do you want us to continue in advance? And the boss, the Lily Bell, is just like, fuck, this changes things. Retreat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. That's exactly how it went. I was like, all right, that's peak. That's great. <laughs> I enjoy that quite a bit. So Lily Bells are backed off now. After just one little wave, they're like, all right, fine. We're out of here. <laughs> Uh, and then the episode fall ends with uh, you know all of the um, uh, you know you know all the, all the main liqueurs that we've come to kind of see every you know every the ones that have names <laughs> let's put it that way you know not they're just the random one that's off to the side you know they're all start about to go down an elevator and escape whatever and then you see a you know one of their bags which is you know it's like a little shield form that gets thrown it happens to be you know to set those bags she's like, oh my bag and then she goes off to run after it and then as she's doing that uh you see green hair kirito reappear with an assault rifle and it's like kind of slow motion he just starts shooting at everyone in the elevator which they threw up a quick thing to block it whatever but the elevator shut so the episode ends with just green hair kirito and seto for their final showdown where you know hey seto's here for it she's just like whatever you know because he's just like he looks over he's like yo and she's like Yo, <laughs> that's literally how the episode you know, is. You know what's bad? <laughs> you said that and he's like, and green hair Kier, so she's back and I went with a truck. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, of course, it's been a fun watch. I mean, it's been a fun watch. I, I, while I'm not overly in love with it, as I've said multiple times, I see the tropes and stuff that makes it like on the top of the popularity charts yeah. for the summer series. Like I, I see them, but it's still not for me. It's been a fun watch though. I am still looking forward to, um, to episode 13 for the finale. Been a good time. Another episode for a finale that I'm so pumped for classroom of the, of the elite bro. This episode was, insane. Oh my God. It was so good. We haven't got an actual fight animation, but the animation was Dude. It wasn't over the top. It was all v- extremely well grounded, which was fa- fantastic which, for the series. Which makes me laugh even harder at that damn uh, that damn sports festival. Yes, <laughs> that was so bad. The animation for this one was so well grounded and looked so fantastic with the room and everything. I, it was just great. Just the entire build up to it. Yes, of just him just going. Sorry, I gotta go. Invite me later. Yeah. Him piecing out. He going to the teacher. Which was really weird to me and a point because she's like, so you asked me to help? 
when he literally just asked if she would do something, and he's just like, did I ask for help? And then walks out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> he was just asking her opinion. Are you going to do something? No? Okay. <laughs> then him just rolling up, talking. I forget the big guys in class C's name. Him just starting to just like. The one that, ta- the one that speaks in English. Yeah. I don't remember his name either. And him just going, don't panic. I'm the one who's looking. You're looking for. And he's going, <laughs> sure. That's believable. Let's go, bro. Why not? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then just that nice interaction between him and Ryuin of them just starting fighting. And just like, how do you expect to get out? It's like, you only got four people. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I, don't see, I don't see myself losing. I, and I also just like how he just came in there and he's just like, oh, you know, I got an email. I figured she might need my help. I'm the one that you're looking for, whatever. And she's like, ha, you. It's just like, it's like, it couldn't have been you, whatever, blah, blah. It's like, oh, your camera's broke. What? How'd you know that? Because I'm the one that broke it. That is sort of a very interesting thing that this series shows. And I'm very curious how it was written in the original light novel. Right. It's just how much information the viewer or reader has versus the actual characters. That's a good point. For them to all be so shocked at when Ayano Koji shows up. That's a great point. Let me go. I, I might actually read the light novels, honestly. Because, I mean... It doesn't, at least from the anime, it doesn't make sense, at least to the viewer, why no one else connected the dots, because we have so much more information. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very curious how it's written as well, if it makes more sense why no one understands it, at least amongst that group, Mm -hmm. because we know blonde-haired foreigner has connected the dots somehow. Oh, yeah, somehow. That that dude, I can't <laughs> wait to explore his character. Whenever he becomes more prominent. Yeah, oh, God, um, he better. He better. We planted the damn seeds. He better be more prominent come season three. Um, yeah, and just how they were all shocked about that. And then just when the fight starts. <laughs> Bro, it's so good. He, you know, Ryu and, you know, sends up the first guy and, you know, Anakoji just the entire time just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> just be shadow. Dude's just like, sorry, I gotta do this. I gotta coach you. Whack, whack. Yeah, just shit. beats the shit out of him, man. Not a coach not even changing his expression one time. Then the big buff American dude show, starts going on and just seeing him get his shit tossed. Yeah, just wrecked. Which is even better because in every other aspect we've ever seen him, he he just manhandles whoever. Yes. And just, I know Koji just... And just that build-up kicked and just send his ass. Yep, yep. Then you have the one chick who tries to do something, and then Ani Koji just kind of just quickly knocks her out. It's like, all right, you're done. Yeah. And just that, <laughs> just how he sort of, I don't know what her character is with him, because him still having the, the guys, he just mops the floor with them, knocks them. Her, he actually takes the time to karate chop, catch, lay her down. Yep. And the best part of this was just, it, whenever it was switched to Karizawa, just her being a is this real? <laughs> like, what? And I mean, and she had her nice moment really yeah. at the beginning as well where he's just like, you just got to tell me. Yeah. And just her having that name and just her building up that confidence just, I tricked myself, but I'm still going to believe in the end even if this completely destroys me. Yeah. Which was a great point for her character. Yes. You know, because it really just showed the the loyalty to Anikoji, which is kind of the big thing. And, I don't know how much further her character kind of evolves besides like one little key point that I think that I did kind of randomly come across. Mm-hmm. I don't know exact details, just like because of like this and her loyalty to him, like her prominence as a character will just continue to rise. See, and that's sort of why I sort of like that she because it's almost it wasn't even like a whole loyalty thing because 
as she says, she says it's for her, and it's more of her just mentality of she's willing to, she doesn't want to become the person she was again and break to that kind of stuff again, where previously she ran away, went to a whole nother school, and just trying to make her whole another character and whatnot. And by whatnot, but she didn't want to break from this, the boil, boil, boil. Torture, not yeah, boiling. Yeah. Straight up torture. <laughs> Straight torture. No other way around it. Um, even if it was going to break her in the end. Yeah. Also, one key thing that we gl- that we didn't even mention that happened before all this started is I want to further point out that I fucking absolutely love the respect between Aina Koji and, and, the, and the previous student council. Yeah. The um uh. Yeah, because I just Suzune's glossed, brother. I just glossed over that because yeah. when the teacher followed him, they just met outside the building, and he's just chilling there. Yeah, and you know, Anako <laughs> just like, "Sorry for making you wait, whatever." And he's like, "It's fine." <laughs> and him just, <laughs> just goes, the respect between them. Too. And she's just like, "Why is he here?" He's like, "He's gonna clean up, clean up the aftermath of this mess." And he's just like, "As long as you do your part, of your promise." Like, yeah, I hope your sister into the student council, which just went what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so he does care about his sister, <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. So I, I that was a scene that I loved quite a bit, just because one the respect between them, two the thing was like okay he does care about his sister, and, and again then, just like his role in this school because like you know Anakoji even pointed out he's just like yeah you're here to, you know just make sure to clean up the mess and to make sure that it's class three that starts this yes. which they were once you get into the fight Anakoji doesn't do anything and then he's just defending himself which is going to further help him later obviously. and then also the thing there which gives the reason for Ayano Koji to actually continue helping Class D because we had that whole couple episodes of him yeah. just going, I don't have a purpose. I have a, no reason to motivation to mess with this anymore. Yeah, exactly. And then we just get to the whole Ruin thing. Oh, man. And going into Ruin's background of how yep. he never felt fear and everything. And then just that whole fight, him just wanting to get a, emotion, a reaction a reaction or emotion yeah. to Ayano Koji and everything, even if it means him getting beat to a fucking pole. Which he which did. <laughs> lead, which leads to a moment where Ayano Koji mounts Ruin and he just starts punching Ruin and Ruin's having this whole built up speech and it has like the music is just rising yes. and rising yes. and he's just finally like, show me your emotions. And it just turns, Ayano Koji's still just dead to face and just keeps punching and the music just dies. Yes. And, and as he's doing that where he's just like, yes, show me how you're actually feeling. Show me what you're feeling right now. And then the music dies and Ayano Koji's just like, what are you on about? <laughs> just continues to beat him. And just, we get, that line from Anagoji was amazing. We just get no music anymore, and it's just straight punches. And then That's at it. that moment, Ryuin went from like this whole fight saying that he's never felt fear, he doesn't feel fear, to the moment where he saw, even after all, everything that just happened, and him, everything that he's trying to prod Anagoji about, in that moment, Anagoji is still just the blank, stone-cold wall at that moment, Ryuin felt fear, where he's just like, who is this guy? And, and it's, it's great, because even though Koji's... <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> he's, no, that before, like, she's like, I get no feelings for doing something so mundane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then when, he, when Ryuin, he spots Ryuin having fear before he knocks him out, you know, Anakoji's like, like, oh, there you go. <laughs> you you fe- can feel fear. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> he gets up, gets Karizawa, he's it's like, throws a jacket on, just like... Apologizes to her. And he's yeah. like, regardless what happens, if everything... Just call me. I'll always show up. And they peace out. Badass main <laughs> character, man. 
I still love how you were slightly not feeling the series I, at first. Me, dude, it took me like five episodes to get into it, but man, I don't know what was the defining moment. It was something with Anakoji of just not giving a fuck. I don't remember what it was. It was just like maybe it had to do something with like girls trying to flirt with him or something, you know, and he's just like, okay. I don't know, just something in the like episode five or six where I'm like, all right, yeah, I like this guy. And now it leads up the whole that possibly they're going to finally overtake Class C going yep. forward and just... There's so many other like mini subplots and whatnot in this show as well. Dude, I know. I assume the later volumes in the light novel, I don't even know how many there is. That's a great question. I'm kind of curious. I was recently at a Barnes & Noble and they had... Um, I want to say I saw like up to 10 light novels of, of Class of the. They had like... Because they had like two, three, five, six, seven, eight. And I think I saw... I'm saw 10 as well. Let me look. So there's tons of content here. Yes, there's tons of content. Which yeah. makes no sense why after the first season, it took almost two years for the second season to get made. Was like the first season just not popular? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I've never heard of the show until you recommended it to me. And it's never been in my timeline at all. Well, we weren't doing the show when I first watched it. <laughs> okay, well, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, let me see. Classroom of the Elite. Let me see how many novels there are. Um... There is currently, uh, okay, so they've had a couple of point five novels come out. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's at 1, 2, 3, 4, 4. 5, 5, 6, 7, 7. 5, 8, 9, 10, 11, and then 11.5. So I wonder how far in content we are when the light goes. Oh, okay, hang on. So everything that I just named was year one. So year two. It specifies here, year two, there is volume one, volume two, three, four, four point five, five, six, and seven. Seven just came out uh, in June of this year. So we have an entire year of content. Yeah, we got a long way to go, bud. <laughs> Let's go. We eating. <laughs> please, season three. Yes, please, please, dude. This show is such a nice sort of break from most of the other stuff that's usually... Yeah. Because it's part slice of life, part intrigue, part drama. It's got that nice mix. Yeah. And to tell you where we are in uh, in terms of English releases and stuff, uh, we are currently waiting for, it looks like, volume three of year two is where we are. Uh, the digital version comes out. Uh, it's already out. Yeah, it's already out. I don't know. I don't know. Just came out. Yeah, it came out this month. Uh, and then the physical version of that comes out in November. And then volume four of year two comes out February seventh of twenty twenty three. And volume four point five comes out May 9th of twenty twenty three. So even after that, we still have three more volumes of year two that's been out. One of them has been out since twenty twenty one. Both the other two came out this year that still don't have date release dates for English. So we've got a little while, man. We've got we've got a decent amount of volumes of year one, and then we still have already year two in the works right now. Cool. Yeah. So shout out to that. <laughs> Hopefully the anime just keeps on going. You yes. Know? Hopefully there's no cancellation. Can only hope. Yeah. No, this episode was awesome. Though. And awesome. we still get one more episode. So. Yeah, no, to kind of re- get the aftermath of everything. So that'll be pretty sick. Looking forward to that. All right, Zach. What happened? I'm so ready for this to be over. <laughs> what happened in Dragon Quest? So. Here we go. We finished last episode with Pop having his reveal moment. was like, I've had the magic mirror force on my chest the entire time. I've hit my trap card. And everything. Then it has a moment where it's just like, it's like, 
It goes to the moment back when the horse guy, when he's broken to pieces and it's just his head laying on the ground, he's just like, take my shield. Take it with you to aid you. And uh, him going, you see them, Sigma? The ones we thought we considered our rivals took your gift and to bring victory. Has that Have that whole moment. Vern gets hit with the reflected Phoenix. Die charges him. His attack, and he's just like, Vern's like, oh, I can't move. It's that period. And then he managed to get his like, ha, I can move. And Die hits him with not just an Avon Strash, an Avon Cross. <laughs> Cuts through him. Arm goes flying. Uh, had, Varn has a moment like, my body should be able to fight any off weapon, but he cut off my arm. Damn. This fucking hurts. <laughs> right. Die comes out of nowhere. Pops laid out because he's done everything he can. Shield broke from reflecting the magic. Die comes from the sky. Stabs Varn in the fucking collarbone down into one of his hearts. And just like, we'll both go down. And just starts casting zapples on him. <laughs> just lightning bolts on top of the both of them. And everyone going, die. What are you doing? You're going to die by doing this. And Neiman Varn's like, you know you're going to die with doing this to me. And he's just like, it doesn't matter if this is what it takes, I'll do it. And it goes down to the ground, and everyone's just like, lightning strikes. Hopefully that's not a check from the Dark Army. Oh no, we can't do anything, so we're going to be ominous. Goes back up. Die's just doing this, everyone's sort of having the moment, it's like, Die, what are you doing? Pop's just like, I can't stop him. He has to do, I can't bring myself to stop him. This is what he has to do, and everything. And then it eventually just goes to Varn after he's like, damn it kid stop <laughs> and Dai's just like I can't stop I can't let you in he's like why do you do this he's just like because I have to protect people and all the bonds just like and Varn finally goes Dai's arm just like this is all pointless and Dai's just like it's not pointless I'm gonna stop you but it's pointless you're gonna kill me but nothing's gonna matter because I don't need to live and Dai's just like, what? So you know all those pillars from 30 episodes ago I was throwing down on cities? Yeah, those weren't just random pillars. And I still got one on the ship. There was one for each one. So I'm now going to fire that pillar. He's just like, no, stop, Zapple. Everyone beneath is supposedly dead. Mm -hmm. I've yet to believe anyone's dead until... Their fucking ghost has saved somebody. So <laughs> um, that hits. And he's just like, now here's the real trick. I have, you remember that bomb that was in Hadlar? All those pillars have a bomb in them across. And just, he's just like, yeah. And they weren't just random attacks. They were in very specific spots. Ooh. Do you know what that makes? Dies just like, what? And Pop's like, like, it makes a hexagon. Correct. It makes a dimensional, it makes a magical circle hexagon to increase their power by 10 times. Now imagine how big of an area that's going to be. Just like, that's going to like some full metal level shit. Yes. Like he, how they made a transportation circle out of the country. Yes. Oh my God. He made it on the entire surface world. He's like, oh my it's God. to destroy the entire surface world. So it doesn't matter if you kill me because they're also on a timer. So they're going to go off. Now that that last one's down, all those timers have gone off. So even if you kill me now, die, those timers are going to be gone. It's like, I'll kill you, and I'll stop them. You can get to six different places across the world before the timers go off. And I just like, 
And if this entire time, Dai's riding on Vern's shoulder like he's his, like he's his grandkid. <laughs> and Vern's just explaining all this. And they take a moment and has a nice sunset, sunset going down shot of Vern with the sword in him. Dai holding on to him. He's just like, the world's over, Dai. We're going to watch the end together. And Dai just gives up, falls off. And he's like, Dai, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. I can't bring myself. Starts crying and all this stuff. And Vern's just like, yes. The surface world will be done now. My plan is complete. Has a nice shot of him. Dies on the ground. Pops just like, there's nothing we can do. And Vern just turns goes, I have experienced great pleasure from this. <laughs> and just dies. And the episode just ends <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, he sent me like that screenshot where he's like, just to give you an idea of what's coming. I'm like, oh, fucking Marty. Fuck it out! Only like five episodes left. This series does this. They have this whole build-up, and Vern just goes, but I outplayed you with my 200 IQ. <laughs> I'm just like, God dang it! So when does Dragon Quest come out? What day? It comes out on Saturdays. So I'll have one for next week. Yeah, I know. Uh, so you'll have episode 96 Yes. Ne- uh, next week, and then on the 1st, 97, on the 8th, 98, 15th, 99, and the 22nd, episode 100. So it would be the October 27th episode of Anime and Plus where we can finally finish talking about Dragon Quest forever. And the worst part is, because I know there's that episodes, either one or two things are going to happen, which I know one of them is not going to fucking happen, is the surface world is gone, and Vern's just going to do the fucking Thanos thing and go chill in his palace now that he's got sunlight. Yeah, just vibe. Yeah, sunlight. Oh, my God. I uh, forgot about his main... That's the whole reason he's doing yeah. this. He just wants sunlight in the underworld. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Or some bullshit measure of... Because it had a whole moment in the episode of this going, all the people, they're going to die. And it shows a shot of every random fucking person or they've ever shown or whatnot, plus their families. It's going to do some bullshit where all the... Where Avon went to somebody and she's like, yeah, I know I mentioned something to them and... So yeah, all the townspeople went and investigated the towers and somehow disarmed these bombs. Bullshit. If it goes the dark route, I'll be very surprised. But with all the trope heavy it is, some bullshit's gonna happen. Dai's gonna get a fucking last huzzah and manage to pull his ass up and fight Vern again. As long as it ends, I don't care. As long as it ends. <laughs> but this episode was so left field of it just going Vern just feeling. Like, yeah, fuck it. I don't need this fight anymore. I've won. Right. Because <laughs> Dai spent like the entire episode just riding on a shoulder like a grandkid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, Summertime Rendering, episode 23. Uh, so, yeah, we got two episodes left. 24, 25 series is done. Really have enjoyed this watch. So last episode, we ended off with the kind of the cliffhanger where, you know, Shide is still alive and, like, you know, Urshiro and Shinpei both have, like, uh, Heine's eye, the red eye yes. or whatever. So it's just like, okay, what's happening? That's where we left off. So bring us back in, and now it's just like Shide's kind of his own intentions has been revealed to the world where it's like, yeah, he kind of worked, you know, for Heine, who's his mother, of course, the entire time. But at the same time, he always had his own agenda, just like um, uh, Hizuru always kind of thought anyway. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of have that whole plot point where you see after, you know, Urshiro de- delivered some massive damage the previous episode where Heine's body is basically just gone, right? Where all that's left of her is like a little 
little baby form. And it's like, when I say little baby form, like, don't picture, like, a baby hiney where it's like, maybe she has, like, the same hair and eyes, whatever. I'm, I want you to picture a very, like, horror movie-esque baby, where it's just, like, a very grayish, white, pale baby, pure black eyes, where it's, like, black blood's coming out of it, no hair, just creepy as shit. But that's Heine, right? Okay, cool. And Shade is just like, oh, look at you. You're completely useless to me now. And then she's, you know, begging for her own life. We're just like, no, I just need to eat lots of people and I can still be useful. Just like, oh, no, you've served your purpose, you know? So it's just like, oh, damn, this dude's a, this is a, just a disturbing scene. And this guy's just a complete asshole, obviously, which we've already very clearly known throughout this whole series. Uh, so then from there, right, um, he basically is just going to kind of cast her aside. He's going to essentially, uh, at what appears at first glance, escape somewhere. He opens like a giant door on the wall. Which I don't know if I should say on a podcast what I thought it looked like. <laughs> no. I didn't think so. Let's move on. So he opened a giant door on the wall. If you're watching Summertime Rendering, you probably know what I just referenced. Anyway. So travels through this portal essentially to at first glance appears like he's getting away somewhere. Yeah. Uh Ursho starts to kind of go after him, uh, you know, jump through the air, and then you see, you know, Shimpei just go like hardcore, like traditional anime shonen level, like jump full speed to attack level thing. You know, it's like Ursho already jumped, you know, she's a shadow, yeah. so she's already fast up. And then I'm telling you, you see Shimpei pull like a Naruto Goku or Deku level, like boom, just jump through the air. Cause remember he's got yeah. Reno, he's got Renosuke with him. He's got another person on sound now. Exactly. Uh then he, you know, has Ursho spawn a, a a shotgun, which he then starts trying to do some attacks, whatever. You know, cause she can, you know, if she's copied something in her database, you know, that's how they have like the nail gun and the watch. You know, that's it's what she has. Okay. So he has a gun, tries to shoot and still gets away, whatever. They're at like the entrance of it, his leg is is completely fucked up from that jump because he's it's kind of like what happened with his same thing his body can't handle that you know like he's still in control Renosuke is just kind of like they both got hands on the wheel right now is the best way to think about it uh so you know Ursho is under the dead set my uh, mentality you need to stay behind I'll go after him I got this don't worry about it but Shinpei is dead ass determined not leaving her behind you know not leaving her behind letting her go do this finally admits his feelings to her directly that he loves her and he wants to be with her so that's finally established which has been obviously the one small subplot you know throughout the whole series this series obviously has its romance subplots but it's mostly a suspense and horror series yes. that's been the, the foremost uh, focus uh, but even with that being the case she's still just like eh you I mean you should probably stay behind because you can't really control this. But then Renosuke kind of jumps in, you know, where he's just like, Shinpei, you know, I'm going to stay by, you know, the promise I made with my sister where her sister wanted to try to save Heine. That was what her sister, you know, she was friends with Heine. She believes Heine is still in there and being used. So Renosuke is like, Shinpei, I got your back. We're not staying behind. We're going, you know, so cool. shout out to Renosuke for that. I will say there was the one quick shot. I thought it was just kind of like, I like that they added this in. It was so quick, but it just added to like, all right, yeah, I'm still here too. It was whenever Shinpei was announcing his feelings to Ursh or whatever, they like, you know, kind of like fully grasp hands yeah. and stuff. And then you just see the shot where it's like the screen where you can see like, you know, Shinpei's back and you can kind of see Ursho's hair where it's clearly like them too. Yeah. But then you just see Renosuke setting right there as well. He's just kind of looking at him like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of here too, guys. Just, <laughs> I know you're renouncing your love to each other, but... Can we go? This is kind of awkward. <laughs> it was just like a quick shot of him just kind of looking at him like, all 
<laughs> Do we really have time for this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I like that it was very quick, like a little one, two second shot, but I'm glad the scene was added. It was just like, all right, yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, so anyway, they move forward with it. Uh, they basically, you know, they do, you know, do a quick turn back to, you know, uh, Sao and, and Shadow Mio, where it's just like, they, they said that the rest is up to you now, which is like, okay, that's kind of a weird little phrasing here. What exactly are we doing? Where are we going? Uh, the portal just like quickly snaps shut. Okay. Cause while this portal was open, it was like, it was like, uh, like Miracle was like black hole. Basically it was sucking everything in around them. Right? Okay. So portal shuts up. Done there. We are now done with these other characters, I guess, for now, at least till next episode. We don't see, you know, uh, Shadow Mio or, you know, Sao again. You know, now we're focusing on where we went, which essentially where we went is basically this series version of the afterlife is essentially where we went. You know, all the shadows that have died and stuff and just general people that have died, et cetera. We are in the afterlife. Uh, when we get there, you know, we, you know, Ursho and Shinpei get separated. And this is one of those moments the, these first few minutes of him being there was really cool because it's like, besides the little bit in the multiple loops where he's gotten to talk to Renoski being control of his body, their interactions have been very limited, obviously, you know? So these first few minutes was very heavy on their interaction because again, they're separated. So it was really cool to see because immediately at the get go, you know, Shimpei is still, you know, in control. Both yeah. hands are on the wheel. They're both talking, whatever. And, you know, he's having a hard time getting around because his legs fucked up because he put too much, you know, power into the jump, which Shinpei's like, hey, don't worry about it. I told you to jump at all your might at, at shit, you know, shit. I told you to do that. It's all good. So this is the moment where Shinpei has finally taken his hand off the wheel, kind of like Hizuru would do. So at this moment in Shinpei's body, Renosuke is in full control. Because, you know, he can with, you know, that pain doesn't bother him. He doesn't feel it. He's a yeah. shadow. He can quickly heal that. It just doesn't bother him. So that way, you know, you know, Shinpei, you know, doesn't like walking around, just like barely getting around because his messed up foot. You know, but Shinpei still has a level of consciousness, whatever, where you actually. So you never got to see it from Hizuru's point of view. So with Shinpei, of course, being main character, you know, you could actually get to see what it's like for him to have another person in control of his body where it's like, like a large black room, you know, he's like a, a white ghost ghostly figure of himself. And he has like almost like a bird's eye view of what's happening. You know, it's like a single little like window that he's looking through and watching, you know, Renosuke do what he does. And he still like, you know, appears along beside him, whatever kind of like Renosuke would. So that was kind of interesting. Cause you never got to see that with his. Yeah. So now, you know what kind of his ruse saw the entire time they were together, which was cool. It's a nice little touch. Um, you know, and then, you know, continuing on, just trying to search for Ursho, that's when you continue just to work on their relationship between Renosuke and, and, um, you know, Shinpei, where they start a random conversation where, you know, um, or, you know, Shinpei should like acknowledge him as his like little brother, essentially. And Shinpei's like, no, 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 you, you, you're older than me. I mean, you're, you, whatever. And, or, and, you know, then, uh, Renosuke's like, no, wait, no, you have to understand. I died when I was in middle school, so I'm younger than you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was, a it was fun, right? You know, just them kind of going back and forth, having a good time, you know, remembering that Renosuke is still a kid, you know, you know, as you are experiencing this, he is still a kid. Technically. You know? Yeah, technically. So that was, that was kind of fascinating and just urged, you know, um, you know, Shinpei and, you know, it's just like, you know, you're pretty funny. You know, you've, you've made me want to get to know you more. You're a cool kid. And, and, you know, and, uh, Renosuke's like, oh, really? <laughs> you know, like really excited <laughs> about it. He's like, oh man, I got a friend. All right. So that was just really nice interactions between the two of them. 
uh, they end up getting into uh, like the main like town, whatever, because like they're in the afterlife, but like they're basically still on the island. I kind of relate it to similar to like almost like you know like the like the Twilight Realm and Twilight Princess, where it's still in Hyrule. It's just obviously in the Twilight Realm, you know. Yeah. I kind of relate to that in a way. So like they're still on the main island that we've been on. It's just like the afterlife version of it. Uh, so they did. They finally end up finding Urshro, where she is just having like a massive like mental like her her head is just being split apart right now and it's because of like Heine whatever she's like you know in just pure agony and then as it's happening she turns around you see a Heine like almost attached to her which at that moment Renosuke remembers something that uh, his sister said where it's like you know er, this shadow of Urshro was essentially created from Heine that day when the shadows were formed that you know that eye that popped out yeah. her personality was split at that time okay and she said and his his told Renosuke if it happens where Heine appears again you need to just shoot to kill just end it there end it done it over ov easy uh so Renosuke was about to pull the shot Shinpei stopped him because he just kind of had a feeling whatever and his feeling was end up being correct because even Urshos just like you know she's still in agonizing pain, but it's kind of calming down where she's like this Heine is not the bad one, where there's essentially almost two Heines because of that personality split, which also comes with two different names. Where like the main one that we've come to know as the antagonist was named Hiroko, and then there's Heine, which you know, she's been called Heine the whole time, but like Hiroko is uh, the other name that was referenced here. Where it's like one, the bad ones here it go, the good ones Heine. That's basically it. Hi, so this, was Heine taken over, or was there twins? Taken over, essentially. Like it's a personality split. It's one person, two personalities. So I like, need a shot of Hiroko with an evil twin mustache. Bingo. Uh yes, please. <laughs> so like this Heine, like even whenever whenever the shit kind of calmed down for Earth Show, where she's no longer like just an agonizing pain, you know, Heine kind of like, you know. Can, can can basically kind of reappear, kind of like Shinpei can, yeah. you know, right now since he's not the one in control, and uh, or Renosuke can, whatever, and basically says this is the good Heine, this is the one that your sister became friends with, and she's like super shy, she's just trying to, you know, she apologizes for everything they've been through up to this point, apologizes for Urshro dying, Renosuke dying, Hisru dying, like it's all like you know she's like this is all comes back to me, it all started with me, I'm sorry, I didn't mean for it, like blah 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 it's like this is you know basically it's like this it's not her fault directly it you know is what is the kind of the base concept so they all kind of come to a mutual grounding of like we're gonna work together to try to fuck shitty up because yeah. he, he's the asshole we need to eliminate him uh and then meanwhile you know he is here okay he is here because he summons a freaking air raid yeah an air raid so why that's like important here is because like it's been referenced multiple times throughout this series but never fully explored that this island was in the middle of a war at one point and Heine lived through that war as a little girl. So like this is a triggering memory for her that Shade is now pulling out where you see all the planes coming out and start dropping bombs. Oh god. Full, yeah, full blown air raid, man. I'm not kidding. But meanwhile while he's doing this, you see Shade whatever He's got that little baby version of Heine on him, the little creepy one. So he's still holding on to that, that, that body that's still alive in some capacity. It's just really creepy, man. Starts dropping the bombs. Ursho spawns a quick shield out of her hair because, you know, her hair can basically do everything at this point. She's basically... Bubba Rapunzel. Oh. Is it Rapunzel I'm thinking of? 
Yeah. Okay. Re- she's basically Rapunzel or Bobo. Mix of both. We'll say that. That's that's Ursho in this case. She does have blonde hair, so that does make sense. Anyway, so you know, she basically forms a shield, whatever. Um, you know, the bombs are just dropping all around. They try to quickly formulate a plan that basically can kind of stop this entire air raid, basically get a chance to attack Shide, which they end up doing. But when they attack Shide, like they completely manage to obliterate one side of his body, but like the interior of it's like just empty and a husk, and he's not regenerating. So that's when they've determined that Shide's bot real body is not here in the afterlife with them. So they, you know, his real body's still back on the other side. So he's having a spiritual, basically. Okay. Yeah. So he, so Shide basically has his spirit within this world right now, but his actual living body is still in the other world. So that's where I'm assuming in the next episode. Shadow Mio and Sal's going to have to take care of some business over there. That's only my assumption before Shinpei and Ursuro can get out and help out taking care of business. We'll get there when we get there, I guess. Because that's pretty much kind of where the episode ended is with them basically kind of fucking this version of Shide up. He's not, he hasn't completely lost it. They managed to stop the air raid. So that's the big thing. They managed to, you know, put a big bow on that bad boy. Uh, but either way, like this episode was pretty solid. The twist, the kind of the direction that the end of this series has taken is interesting to say the least, but I'm here for it. I'm still here for it. I've really enjoyed this. Uh, overall, pretty, pretty solid episode. I mostly really enjoyed the interaction between Renelske and Shimpe. That, that I really enjoyed, you know, because it's been like what? I think two or three episodes now they have been together and yeah. we've gotten very little interaction between them. So th- this because they joined together in the middle of combat though, right? It was right after combat. Oh, it, was, okay. it was it was as Hizuru was dying, she passed on Renosuke, and that was at the end of the epi- end of that episode too. So like the few episodes since, it's like you've gotten real no interactions between the two of them. Gotcha. So you know I've en- I've enjoyed getting to explore that you know sort of dynamic now and some other aspects. Of the episode was pretty interesting as well. Uh, favorite episode of the week. Classroom of the week. Yeah. Also, that reminds me as well. I thought about this yesterday. Do we want to start rating episodes as well like we do chapters? Or we just want to do favorite episode of the week? Because, I mean, we rate all these epi- these chapters. Do we want to rate episodes too? No? Don't want to mess with that? I mean, we could. <laughs> but you're going to get a bunch of real fucking random ratings from me. That's fine, though. Let's let's do it. Let's, let's do it. What would you rate Overlord this week? Uh... I would probably give it a seven. Okay. LaCourse Recoil. I would probably give this one probably an eight. I really enjoyed the just the threatening presence of Chisetto. That was really that was hilarious. Uh, Rent a Girlfriend. Probably give that one an eight. Class from the Elite. I'd give it a nine. I'd give it a ten, honestly. Really, really enjoyed this episode. It was really immensely. Good. Dragon Quest. Hit the button. <laughs> what the f***? 200 IQ plays. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, summertime rendering, I'd probably give this one an 8. Yeah, that's probably what I'd give it. I don't think there's a bad thing to do ratings for episodes. We do it for chapters. Speaking of chapters, we'll go to the chapter ratings. So there's a lot of stuff I did not <laughs> read. I am so sorry. I have been very busy with a project that we have going on over here right now that will be very beneficial to Sparky3. And I've been busy with some other things. I'm sorry. There was a lot of stuff that I did not read. But I still read some stuff. It's fine. It's fine. We're here. We're here. All right. One Piece. 1,060. Um, I would give this one 
probably an eight. I mean, it was just mostly like a big chapter of like, well, there was some very in, like heavy plot points in this chapter that were pretty damn interesting with like Sabo and Dragon Maiden appearance and a few other characters. Uh, but then the end half of it was like interactions with the Straw Hats, which was very interesting there. Um, you know, some general reactions from characters and including Luffy pouting at Zoro using sense, common sense on or logic on Luffy. So that was funny. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'd give it an eight. Pretty solid. My Hero uh, 366. Did you read this? Of course. I give it a nine. How how do you feel about what they did with that one character? Because I saw that some people were very like, why? Just I'll I'll go ahead. I'll be the one to say it. People can point their guns at me. Were you talking about Lamillion? Yeah. Okay. Um, I it it works for me. You know, it does. It uh, it worked with how they set it up and stuff. While it seems so stupid, you know, like the like I guess the climax for him. It it works for me. I mean, I get it. You know, I I understand. Okay. I mean, I didn't care either way because I mean, uh, it is what it is. Right. But I was just sort of. <laughs> I was just like, okay, seems sort of odd. I sort of get the reasoning right. behind it, but okay. And you know what? I just realized something. I just realized why you let it off as that character because I just realized his big thing is is in this upcoming season. Isn't yes. It? Sorry, everyone. <laughs> you go ahead and dislike this video. I apologize. <laughs> but I'd give the chapter a nine, though. I give it an eight. The nin- ending was sweet. I give it an eight. All right, Black Clover, I didn't read. What'd you rate it? I'll give it a seven. Okay. JJK, 198. So I'm up on this one. There wasn't an episode. There wasn't a chapter. Oh, my bad. Uh, next two, Mission Core Family Under the Luck. I actually didn't read either of these, and both of these are two of my series, both of them being very hype, and I just forgot to read them. I'm sorry. I, I th- This week for Shonen Jump, did it come out late? Did it come out on Monday? I don't usually read till Wednesday. Okay, because it was either this week or last week they came out on Monday. It might have been this week, and that might be why I, I kind of just lo- it got lost in translation for me. I could be wrong on when they came out. Uh, anyway, uh, Mashal, I did not read. What you read it? I'll give it a seven. Sakamoto Days, 87. I'll give it an eight. Uh, Lucy Samurai, 78. Six. Uh, Blue Box, 69. Our girl Hina's got a wing lady. True. I'd give this chapter an eight. I'll give it an eight. P6, 49. I don't know what happened this chapter. I'll give it a seven. Okay. It was a weird inner monologue thing i saw like a single shot of this chapter and i didn't know what i was looking at it this so it was a whole inner monologue thing of lucky sort of yeah and like the personality thing with his eyes changed well i saw that that's the shot that i saw yes because it's his brother's playing his piece and he just gives sort of a blank space apparently people see a blank space and see the thing that they want to see and lucky's having like a inner conversation because there's his two personalities there's the personality that chose to play for other people Mm. versus the personality which is his ego of playing for himself and they're sort of conflicting and sort of having him just going you're leaning away from that person you were and becoming this more egotistical person so he's having this inner conflict thing which they did a really they did in a weird way but an interesting way but it was also real trippy okay okay six okay Akane Banashi 30 Seven. Okay. 
Uh, no Dragon Ball Super this month. It was on a break. Uh, Boruto did have a chapter, and it was just... It was it was comedic more than anything, I guess. Kawaki get laid? No, but we're 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 heading that way, man. <laughs> <laughs> so like literally like the end of last chapter kind of ended off where Team Seven got reunited because it's like time for a new mission, first one in a while since everything had kind of happened, you know. Yeah. Uh, which you know once they you get the details of the mission where <laughs> the mission is for Boruto, Kawaki, and Ida, who is on her way here to all live together. That is the mission. And everyone's just like, are, are you joking? And Shikamaru just in stone fo- stone-faced Shikamaru, no, I'm not. Because he points out that Boruto and Kawaki are the only ones who cannot fall to her ability, which makes everyone just fall in love with her. Why is Boruto immune? Uh, because it- of the... Um, oh, oh, I can never pronounce the name of that clown. The, the clan. Uh, <laughs> the... Um, <laughs> The the one the the main villains of the entire series, Otsusuki Otsusukis. I don't fucking know. Kaguya and all them. I I know she's a thing. I never. Okay. F- well, that clan. The, okay. I, I think that's the first time in my life I've ever pronounced that name potentially correct is Otsusukis, because he's essentially an Otsusuki now. Because when he died, the moment wait Boruto died. Yes, he died a few chapters ago. Kawaki- is that a spoiler? <laughs> I mean, it's a monthly manga, okay, and, he's, and he's alive now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he died from Kawaki. Kawaki killed him. Kawaki killed him because Boruto was losing control. Momosuke was taking over Boruto's body to a point Boruto was not going to come back. So it was like a mutual brother understanding, please kill me. And Kawaki killed him, but then Momosuke's just like, Damn it, you ruined my plans. I can't let you die. You're my host. So Momosuke revives Boruto... So one day he can maybe still take over Boruto's body, but but because he did that, Momosuke's like basically control and power is so drained now because he had to revive Boruto. So Momosuke is still there, <laughs> and Boruto's body is essentially an Osasuke now. I know, man. <laughs> hey, Dad, how how do you deal with a being inside you trying to take you over? Well, son, basically. You give in to that power and become best buds. <laughs> They're not definitely not best buds. <laughs> Momosuke was just like I, you know, I, I just couldn't let you die because if you die, that means I die. Okay, carry so, on. So anyway, Kawaki's got the karma still. Uh, Boruto's an Otsutsuki now, his body at least. So that's how they can't be controlled because those Otsutsukis are immune to that ability because she is an Otsutsuki as well. She can't do it on her own kind. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, they're going to be living together. But meanwhile, the whole time, right, that Shikamaru is breaking down this mission, she's listening because her with her powers as well, she can basically listen and watch to anything at any time. Even Shikamaru points out that he she can she doesn't have to be listening and watching in real time. She can go back and rewatch like a freaking video. Like, I don't know how her abilities work. This She just continues to get more and more broken. I don't know what we're doing with this series. She just sounds like Beautiful Joe. Exactly. I don't know where we're going with the series anymore. I really, really don't. But it was really funny watching her reaction because she's just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to live together with Kawaki. <laughs> and she's like, you know, she's listening to the whole thing. And even Shikamaru, you know, when they're tr- when Kawaki and Boruto is trying to like point out like why us, why do we have to do this? Shikamaru is breaking it all down like this and this. And Shikamaru literally says, and it really pains me to have to say this, but Kawaki, she kind of has a crush on you. Literally what Shikamaru says to Kawaki is like, 
what? <laughs> and then you see Eater say, oh my gosh, Gamora, you told him I could die right now. <laughs> so it's going to be f- interesting. I don't, I, I don't know where we're going with this series, man. I really, and Boris is like, wait, why do I have to be there? And Shrek and just like, you just need to mediate between them two. And Boris is like, what? <laughs> Boris is losing you and Black Clover's somehow finding its footing i know and the chapter did end with a quick little interesting plug where it's just like because you also get a quick conversation between naruto and sasuke whatever they're on top of the the hokage uh office and everything and uh it was a very quick moment of where you get a shot it you know there's no text happening whatever because just like it's in theory you know you know uh, konohamaru or shikamaru still talking whatever but it's where like Kawaki looks over and you see like Sadara, you see Boruto, you see Mitsuki, whatever. But also in that moment, standing right beside Boruto, like everyone's facing this way. So Momoshiki was there right beside Boruto, but looking like directly at Boruto's face. Like here's Boruto's face. Here's Momoshiki just staring right at him. And it was just a quick moment. <laughs> yeah, quick, man. I'm going to eat you, boy. Basically, and, and, and Kawaki saw it. No one else saw it, but even up on the roof, Sasuke sensed it. Sasuke quickly turned around as all this happened. Naruto's like, what? What's up? And Sasuke's like, that was weird. That felt like that one time, and it brought you back to when you know Sasuke fought against Momoshiki and his is whatever a companion. That, you know, that was in the Boruto movie. Yeah. I mean, everyone's probably seen that by now. So you know, so that was a very interesting little way to kind of end the chapter. Uh, I give it a six, though, because where the fuck are we going with this series? I have a lot of questions. Anyway, uh, Chainsaw Man. I did not read the new no chapter. No chapter. Okay, my, great. Perfect. Uh, Kaiju did not read no that. No chapter. No, it did. I didn't see one. Yeah. Wait. No, uh, I just realized 70 was last week, wasn't it? Yep. My bad. Uh, Spy Family. It was a Lloyd versus Yuri chapter. Ooh. I, I give it an eight. What about Tokyo Avengers? 270. <sighs> Shit's fucking wild. Shit is wild right now. Which one? <laughs> I don't know. Man, this this is a wild plot point. Quint fucking this left is not, field. This is not what was I was not where I was expected it to go after everything has been building up. Dude, it came out of nowhere. Um, I give it an eight. I give this chapter an eight as well. Rent a girlfriend two fifty two. Um, I give this one an eight. Give this one an eight. Eden zero two eight. Did you read it? Because I didn't read this one. I'll give it an eight. Uh, Seven Days Since Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Chapter Seventy Eight. Okay, I still want to point this out. We have not gone back to the Jericho plot. <laughs> yes, thank God. <laughs> I, that was there for one chapter, and we have completely ignored it since. You think whenever the physical version of it in print, you think that'll be taken out and read? I feel like it might. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I want to see the translations of the actual printed volumes. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, no, this chapter was pretty dope, dude. Melodis and Arthur kind of duking out. Tristan's still kind of losing his shit with his power because he can't control it. Uh, pretty good chapter. I give this one a nine. I really enjoyed it. Uh, okay, so I'll be brutally honest. I'm looking at all the webtoons, right? I think I only read Down to Earth 114. Fuck. So I'm going to let you run through this list and give your ratings. Um, No Unordinary this week. Yep, still on break. Weak Hero, I would give... I'll give it a nine. Mm-hmm. Um, El Cid. I'll give it an eight. Okay, down to earth, I'd give it an eight, and then the last three was mine. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So yeah, uh, Pseudo Armor, I think was on a break this week. Mage and Demon Queen, I think there was a new chapter, but it, it's going on break until 
October 13th is what I saw on Twitter. Damn. From, from the author. And Immortal Weakling, I, I didn't read this week either. Uh, I was, I'm was i very behind on my reading, clearly. Uh, favorite chapter of the week? I'm going to say LC. Give it to My Hero this week. I really enjoyed My Hero's chapter. It was solid. All right. That does it for today's episode. Uh, next week should be good. We have uh, a couple more finales. That'll be exciting. Oops. Overlord season four finale, La Chorus Recoil finale, Classroom of the Elite finale, uh, second to last episode of Summertime Rendering, and Meme Quest, of course, I guess. And then after that, we'll be off the next week while I'll go enjoy. Uh, uh, you know, I try not to boast, but I'll, I'll pat myself on the back. A very deserved vacation after what I've had, been dealing with for a while. So looking forward to that. And then when we come back from that vacation, uh, unfortunately, we'll still talk about Dragon Quest. Yes. And I still and I will have the summertime rendering finale to chat about. We'll lead off the show with that when we come back from break. And then we'll dive into some new stuff. Yes. We'll have My Hero, Chainsaw Man, Bleach, Spy Family, Gundam, Mer- uh, Witch from Mercury. Yes. Emergence of Shadow, I'm going to check out. Blue Lock. Oh, Blue Lock. Ready for that one. We got a lot. It's going to be a long episode. We got a lot. We got a lot to dive into. Uh, Zach, anything else that you want to shout out with anything that we chat about here today? Anything you missed? No, I don't think I'm good. All right, I'm hit the music. Let's get out of here. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can hit that subscribe and really help us out. You can really help us out by going to Animan. Plus, is YouTube and subscribing there. So there's some sort of traction there. Thank you. Please. Bye. Yeah, we're working on that. That other channel will move over there eventually. It'll take time, but you subscribing will help speed it up you know, a little bit faster. We'd appreciate that. Do everything he said and more, as well as check us out on our website, spark3.com. You sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month. We appreciate that. Check out all of our sponsors down below. We definitely appreciate that support, as well as if you join the Discord and check out the other shows, like a Terrible Football Show and Game Static, both of which are now live shows. A terrible Football Show going live every Tuesday and Game Static going live every Saturday. We definitely appreciate if you want to stop by, chat with us about sports ball or game videos you know and just have a great time uh until next time guys have a good one see you